Says Michael Popak, legal AF, Donald Trump must like to lose appeals because he's about to lose another one, having filed today to try to stop Mike Pence, his former vice president, the one he called a P-word, the one he thought that the uh, insurrectionists should hang in the public square because he refused to certify the election using fake electors for Trump. There's a ruling that Pence must testify before the grand jury. It's not just one grand jury, mind you. It's at least three grand juries. Could be Mar-a-Lago and or the Jan 6th grand jury looking into the insurrection and Trump's clinging to power. And the third one is the big grift by Donald Trump in trying to raise money on the backs of a lie that that, uh, Joe Biden lost the election. That Mike Pence, that Mike Pence, who already was compelled by Judge or Chief Judge Boesberg of the D.C. Circuit Court to testify and stripping him of any assertion of executive privilege, the privilege that a president, the current president has, the one that occupies the office. In other words, Joe Biden has today, if I'm looking at my watch on the 10th of April, that executive privilege is held by Joe Biden and he's already waived the privilege. It doesn't travel with the former president. It doesn't travel with the 45th president. It's held by the 46th president. So this this make-believe magical thinking that Donald Trump has an executive privilege that he can even assert for the time that he was in office while the current president who holds the privilege has already waived it. This is one of the reasons, ladies and gentlemen, he's going to lose the appeal. The other reason is Mike Pence has already said, I'm not appealing. I like the order for Judge Boesberg. Chief Judge Boesberg said that for a very limited period of time, this is Mike Pence talking, while I was at the podium inside of the Senate chamber, banging the gavel to certify the election. Everything about that, I don't have to testify to because I'm protected by a constitutional privilege called speech and debate, which is normally only for people who are actually Congress people, actually senators and Congress people. But Bozberg said, you know what, in that role that you're serving in, where you're certifying elections, eh, that seems like you should have a privilege. But for everything else, Mike Pence, everything else, the attacks on you, the pressure campaign launched by Donald Trump, by John Eastman, by Peter Navarro, by Mike, Me- uh, by Mark Meadows, to try to pressure Mike Pence not to certify the election, to throw it to the state houses around the country, to try to throw the election to um, Donald Trump. All of that, all of that, Mike Pence, that you got to testify to. And, and Donald Trump's conversation with you in which he called you the P word all came out during the Jan 6th. Uh, committee investigation. That you got to testify to. You running for your life. This is the artist rendering of running for your life and, and army crawling out of the Capitol when it was being attacked by Trump supporters and white supremacists and all of that. That you got to testify to. Your decision not to get into the Secret Service car who wanted to whisk you away from the Capitol so that you couldn't do the vote counting and the certification of the election. That you have to testify to. And of course, Donald Trump is all up in arms. So he's like, I don't want him to testify to that. I'm going to try to assert executive privilege because he doesn't have attorney-client privilege because, of course, there's no attorney or client in this relationship. But there is an executive privilege. Problem is Donald Trump has lost every time in the last month he's tried to assert executive privilege and taken an appeal to the D.C. Court of Appeals, which is the first stop on the train and probably the last stop on the train. He lost two weeks ago when M. Evan Corcoran, his own lawyer, got stripped of 
uh, attorney-client privilege to testify about Mar-a-Lago and the hiding and misappropriation of documents led by Donald Trump, in which the prior chief judge, Judge Beryl Howell, said, I think there's more than likely a crime that has been committed by Donald Trump with the assistance of his lawyer. I'm stripping away all privilege. Evan Corcoran, you go testify. Evan Corcoran took an appeal. Donald Trump took an appeal to the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals and got a random three-judge panel. And that three-judge panel said, uh, let's get all this wrapped up in 72 hours instead of three to six months. And wrapped it all up in 72 hours. Required the Department of Justice to file briefs into the middle of the night. Donald Trump to do the same and made a ruling. And the ruling was, eh, you lose Donald Trump and Evan Corcoran. Go testify to the grand jury. And that's what he did. And Donald Trump did not take an appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court for that. Because he knows he's, he doesn't have the numbers even there. Even the MAGA right wing on the Supreme Court aren't going to support him on presidential papers, on presidential crime, on presidential communications. He's lost every time in front of even this hand-picked uh, Supreme Court. So, so put that aside. Last week, the um, one of the last decisions by Beryl Howell, the then chief judge, was to order that an entire group of almost a dozen insiders in the West Wing, chief policy advisors, chief, uh, the chief of staff, Mark Meadows, the entire security apparatus and advisors around Donald Trump, from his national security advisor, his director of national intelligence, his homeland security advisor, and, and Stephen Miller, for that matter, and Dan Scavino, that entire group, including led by Mark Meadows, they got to go and testify this week in front of the grand jury because Judge Beryl Howell said, mm, executive privilege isn't going to work here based on this. And it's held by the other person, the real president, number 46. So they have all been ordered. And an appeal got taken of that to another three-judge panel, new, new three lawyer, new three judges. And they ruled... In less than 72 hours, they gave the Department of Justice two hours to file a brief, which the Department of Justice did right on time. And the th new three judges of the appellate court for the D.C. Circuit said, OK, um, we agree with the Department of Justice. That group of 12, Mar led by Mark Meadows, Dan Scavino, Ken Cuccinelli, the entire na national security apparatus around Donald Trump. You go testify to the grand jury. And Donald Trump didn't take an appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court. Are you seeing a pattern here? Even Donald Trump knows he's going to lose at the U.S. Supreme Court. He's going to take a shot, hoping he gets at least two Trumpers or two right-wing Republicans in his panel for the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals, hoping maybe he gets a ruling in his favor. But now, every time there's a ruling against him, there's a body of law and precedent that's been developed that the new panel will cite to, right? The, the cement is not just wet, it's hardening around the feet of Donald Trump because each new panel cites to the prior panel's rulings. It's gonna be very difficult now for panel number three or panel number four of the Circuit Court of, Court of Appeals to say, yeah, we're gonna go another way, we're mavericks, even, even the Trumpers. In fact, in the decision that just came down in the last three or four days, against Mark Meadows and that whole group of people, that dozen people. One of the people that voted 
one of the people that voted against Donald Trump was a Trump appointee. That's how bad things are going for Donald Trump at the Court of Appeals level, at the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals level. And then when he lost that, as I said, he didn't even go to the U.S. Supreme Court. He's had two opportunities to do that in the last month. And even Donald Trump and his lawyers said, mm, pass. So that's what's going to happen here. He filed today the notice of appeal. He's trying to get the ruling in his favor if he gets the panel in his favor. But the panel's got to rely on the precedent and the law that's already been set by other panels in the last month or two months, and the Supreme Court precedent that's already been set against Donald Trump on papers, on presidential papers, on executive privilege, on attorney-client privilege, right? He's not just swimming upstream. He's heading into a buzzsaw of losing and failure. So here's what's going to happen. So you can follow this at home. If you're playing the home game, the Donald Trump appeal home game, here's how it works. Donald Trump files a notice of appeal, which he did today. He's asking for an emergency um, process, an emergency appeal process. That will then get assigned randomly to three judges. Could be one or more of the judges that have already ruled against him on similar executive privilege issues, but it doesn't have to be. Could be three new judges. You know, there's over 20 judges in the D.C. Circuit Court. We could get a random three. They'll set a very quick briefing schedule. I don't know if it's 72 hours like Evan Corcoran's briefing schedule or 24 hours like Mark Meadows and others' briefing schedule, but it's going to be quick. They're not going to stretch this out three or four months on Mike Pence. They'll ask for full briefing in a very short amount of time, probably in the month of April, if not shorter. They will rule against Donald Trump on the assertion of executive privilege, probably once we see the, uh, again, it's all secret, once we see the filings in the future, you know, history, we'll look at the filings, or I will when they get released, and we'll report back that it's likely because the argument that Donald Trump is making, which is, I'm the ex-president, I have the executive privilege, is a dead bang loser, DOA, dead on arrival, last rights. And that's probably why he keeps losing. So he'll lose again. And then there'll be nothing to stop Mike Pence from going before the grand jury. Now, in the meantime, he's got to ask for a stay from the appellate court whenever, when it's finally constituted, which will be later today, because Judge Bozberg, Chief Judge Bozberg, was asked for a stay by Evan Corcoran and by Jim Trustee. And Bozberg said, no way, I'm not staying my order Pence goes into the grand jury. Now, Pence going into the grand jury and that order, unless uh, Donald Trump and his lawyers, Corcoran and trustee, get a stay from the appellate panel, Pence could go in right now and testify. And if he doesn't, he'll be in contempt of court. But we'll have to see how that plays out. This, I think, is going to go very, very quickly. So what do we have so far to wrap up the hot take? Donald Trump as expected, appealed again to stop Mike Pence from testifying against him at one of or all three grand juries that are pending against Donald Trump. Um, Mike Pence, however, has elected not to fight it and said, I'm willing to testify as long as I don't have to testify about what happened in the Senate chamber at that particular moment when I was a legislator. So that's fine. You testify about everything else, Mike Pence, to get to the criminal intent of Donald Trump, the pressure campaign on Mike Pence brought by Donald Trump and those around him like John Eastman to get him to certify a phony election results, fake 
electoral certificates that were being submitted, send it over to the, to the state legislators and let them, which are mainly Republican in the majority, try to give it over to Donald Trump like some election from the 1800s we learned about in history class. Okay, that's the campaign that's going on against the pressure campaign against Mike Pence he's going to testify to. Mike Pence going out and getting legal advice from a former, very well-considered conservative federal judge, J. Michael Luddig, to get him to give him advice, which he's, which the advice was, you can't stop the election, certify. Certify the election for Joe Biden, move on. He'll testify to all that. And now we'll see what happens. What We'll watch carefully which three judges get picked at random because we'll know right away. And even if it's three Republicans, even if it's three Trumpers, it's going to be very difficult to move away from the body of precedent and, and prior case law that's already been established in the last month by other panels of that same circuit to give Trump a win. To win, he's got to have the executive privilege, but he doesn't hold it anymore because he's not in office anymore. So that's his problem, and he can't solve it by continuing to file. And even if he loses or even if he wins, the Supreme Court is ultimately not going to support Donald Trump on this because they haven't on any issues related to presidential executive power assertion, executive privilege assertion by Donald Trump, period, end of story. We're going to follow these things on Legal AF, our midweek and Saturday podcast on the on the Midas Touch Network. We do it on YouTube. We do it everywhere you can pull your podcast from, from Google to Spotify to Apple. It's the leading podcast that discusses curated stories that we pick for you that are really important, you know, pulled from the headlines at the intersection of law and politics, politically charged litigation that you need to know about from coming from three lawyers who know what they're talking about. And then I do hot takes like this about every, I used to say every day, it's about, it's about every hour at this rate. And if you like what I'm doing, I'm Michael Popak. You could follow me on social media at MS Popak. This is Michael Popak, Legal AF Reporting. The best part of waking up, MAGA tears in my cup. Check out the new MAGA tears mug available now at store.midastouch.com. That's store.midastouch.com. It's 100% union made right here in the USA. I know I'm not tired of winning yet. How about you? Get yours today.